Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sunday edition of Housing Information You Can Trust right here for the next two hours on AM760 WJR. My name is Ken Calverly, and I am the outside guy. Good morning, everybody. Chuck Bridenstine, the inside guy. I'm so excited I interrupted you. I apologize. (laughs) Again? That's how you started out yesterday's show. Well, you know, since you've reminded me yesterday that I missed our anniversary and I realized that you're my work wife, I, I thought, no. you know what, I have a right to interrupt him. No, you're my work wife, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get that in real fast. I can outrun you. I can yes. outlift you. <laughs> yes. Keep you going. Ne- I'll walk. Only because I'm, I'm so many years younger than you are, that's all. <laughs> I mean, you being seven and a half helps. Yeah, right. <laughs> so what did you do on this beautiful weekend so far, buddy? It's gorgeous out here. You know what? I rode bicycle. Nice. And there's nice. no ice. You're seeing all these motorcycles, and I, that's still a little weird because there's you know there's stuff on the roads from the winter, and I wouldn't do that. But a bicycle, yeah, because I can't go fast enough to get hurt. I got to tell you, last year we had a 70-degree a day sometime in February, and I remember going out with my pooch because when I hike, and I love to hike, I always take my dog with me, and I, I took a quick video. I put on the inside-outside guys, and I just said simply, get outside. Yep. And, and, and that's what I felt like doing yesterday because oh. I did that yesterday. Oh. And I went for a, a long walk yesterday. And shame on you out there. If you spend a day like yesterday inside and you don't get outside at least for a few minutes. Just to walk. Just walk. Yeah. In, I always I, tell yep, my wife, in through the nose, out through the mouth. <laughs> so when I walk outside, that's one thing I do instantly. Breathe in through my nose, out through my mouth. Because I just love that feeling, especially when it's such great weather. Well, it's good for your lungs, too. My uh, oldest and I were talking about that because she's uh, mildly asthmatic. Okay. And I told her, you know, try to completely exhaust those lungs, keep those lungs healthy, you know, get your body fired up, even even if for a minute, 30 seconds, you know, yeah. a day. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, I know. It's crazy that I agree with you. Yeah. We have one <laughs> shot. Might as well turn you mentioned- it right. You're right. You mentioned anniversary, and some people may not have heard us yesterday about online. Shame on them. But this weekend is our 16-year anniversary inside outside, guys, being on the Detroit airwaves. And, boy, we started off small, and uh, we've, uh, <laughs> we've grown a little bit, have we not? Yeah, now we're darn near 200 pounds. <laughs> oh, you mean the show. Sorry. The show. Yeah, yeah, the show. show. Yeah. You Biggest know, and best in Michigan. Yeah. It's interesting because you and I constantly remind each other, even before we go on air, that the listener comes first and providing people and information that they can count on is the crux of everything. Every Everything that follows, you know, whether it's our, our team partners or a special guest, everything comes behind that. I want to make sure people heard that. The listener comes first. And if you see in our emails... Or any of the correspondence that we have, you really will know that. Because Chuck and I know that if we don't have you, the listener, it all ends right there. Nothing matters. Nothing yeah. Matters, right? It's funny because when we um, got the opportunity to write for the Detroit News, it was, I remember you and I talking, it's like, oh, this gives us a chance to maybe expand on topics that on the radio we only have, you know, 60 seconds or 120 right. seconds for. And 700 words in the paper allows us to kind of flesh out things. So it's good that we keep those. Those are all still available online, right? 
Yeah, and we will talk about uh, this week's article um, in a minute. But what are we going to talk about today, pal? What's the plan? Well, I'd like to talk about some of the things that people should not DIY. I don't know. Are you into that? I'm down. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> I'm too old to fight, but I'll argue. <laughs> you know, it's funny because when, when we go through this list of what things are not DIY, Chuck and I are very aware that many of these things for individual people are DIY. You know, if you yeah. have a lot of experience in plumbing, you know, in your in your career or whatever it may be, then then you're more comfortable doing a DIY. I'm more comfortable doing any kind of concrete masonry. Any of that kind of stuff, DIY, but I, honestly, Chuck, I'm very rarely going to touch plumbing. I am never going to touch electrical. You know, it's funny you say that because as I get older, there's less I will do that I used to do even, you know. Right. I'm more likely to hire things out that I would never have hired before. Uh, and you and I, hopefully, in this discussion today, maybe we'll carry it in, into next week a little bit, we'll flesh out some of those things. We had a, we had a listener, Ken, that emailed us this week that has a slab on great home with the buried water lines and has a leak. Okay. And he was talking about, you know, do I, do I bust it up, expose the pipe? Can I fix it right in place? Um, and we said, well, you can, you gotta be careful and you better pressure test it. You know, after you do it before you regrow that <laughs> concrete. So there's kind of, you know, a lot of caveats that it has to do it yourself stuff. You're 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 really right, and people people need to know their boundaries. They they really do need to know their boundaries. I know the yes, stuff last stuff you and I talk about. One thing <laughs> on our our um, list is roofing. I know you would have DIY'd that many years ago, but not oh. today. So let's continue this discussion. We get back from break along with taking your phone calls at eight 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 six five four guys, which equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. You know, something I've learned not to trust is what comes out of my tap water without the input of an expert company that can condition and filter my water for me. You know, Chuck, and you I and I always say you are what you absorb. That's not our line. We've learned that from someone else, but it's so true, and it's so important to make sure you're drinking and absorbing clean, healthy water from Douglas Water Conditioning. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. The, the picture you just sent me. Did you post that on Facebook? I, what, no, because people wouldn't get it. <laughs> that is hilarious. It's five old guys standing around the grill, right? I, but they all have white socks, tennis shoes, cut-off jean shorts, variously Great. colored shirts, and white, white hair. That is hilarious. And the caption is, Corvette season is approaching. You've been warned. <laughs> I love it. Oh, <laughs> Why did my. I send that to you? Ah, that's hilarious. I got my little <laughs> red summer car, but it's still up in the garage up on block. So <laughs> is it? I, is it really? It's too early. Yeah. I know we're going to get more snow, so I'll get for the people, oil changed and lubricate it before I For people drop that it down. don't know, Chuck and I, sorry, buddy, we over talk you there. Chuck and I rode bikes. <laughs> Chuck rode them for a lot more than I did, but Becca in the uh, 2000s, Chuck and I rode bike. We took quite a few rides together, and we both admitted, like I said, even though Chuck's quite a bit older than I, with, with the way things are out on the road, with people texting everywhere, look at their phones, we just both decided it was too dangerous to drive a motorcycle anymore. And uh, we both sold our motorcycles, and you went out and got a Corvette convertible, and I got an e-bike. 
<laughs> and my hey. e-bike is the closest I'm going to come to a uh, to a motorcycle again. <laughs> my, my kids get nervous when I ride my e-bike, but uh, it's a lot of fun. I really do enjoy it. But no yeah, more I've motorcycles been a for us. Toy guy. I've always yeah. said, you know, they had the boats and the motorcycles, and I had a bet back uh, 15, 18 years before that I sold and I, I just wasn't driving it. You know, it's one of those right. things that sits right. in the garage. You go, that's stupid. Uh, so, Hey, yeah, that's what hey, who's the sweetheart from, um, Douglas water that you and I, is it, is it Stephanie? Nope. Gosh, I know it's not very unique name. I can't really sharp young lady, but she's, she's got a beautiful Harley. Yeah. And she grew up under, I, I, I was, uh, quizzing her cause I, you know, you don't want to see anybody hurt. And I said, I believe everybody ought to train on sand and dirt. And she says, I grew up on motocross. I go, well, that is really Perfect. cool, you know. What the heck is her name? I can see her. Shoot. Anyway, uh, motorcycle talk, right? Right. <laughs> We're going to take housing calls today. Yes, sir. Which which I like the idea of. I also wanted to talk a little bit. Um, if you had a wood floor, if you bought an old house that had beautiful wood trim, wood floors, but there were pet stains on the wood floors, would you try to refinish those yourself, especially getting the the pea stains out of the floor? No. Me I've neither. dealt with that before. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you remember? Uh, you probably bought, have, yeah. Yeah, I bought a house um, to to renovate and resell oh, back in around right. 2016. Yeah. And it had wood floors, and the homeowners before put carpet on top of the wood floors, and they used a purple padding chuck that infused itself to the wood floor. And oh, I'm not okay. kidding. It infused itself where I had to get a scraper, an actual <laughs> ice scraper to get this stuff up. And, of course, I you know, scarred up the floor doing that, but there were some major pet stains that had gone on the carpet and soaked through and sat there for years. And I had a professional come and take care of those. Actually, um, someone that we refer quite a bit in just a couple of weeks, Boardwalk Floors, is going to be coming out and refinishing my wood floors at my house. Yeah. Could I do it? Could could I go rent a sander and sand it all down and find the right stuff, put it down? I could. But would I get done in anywhere near the time and look anywhere near as good as the company that does it every day like Boardwalk Floors? Absolutely not. Yeah, we did it years ago, and you've got to be set up for it. I remember I put a gym floor finish on a floor in my house, and if you had socks on when you walked across that floor, you better be ready to fall. It was so what if you, slippery. What if you had tennis <laughs> shoes on? Did it sound like you were playing basketball, like all the squeaks? That would have been better than risking death. <laughs> I'll tell you, it was, so, it was kind of fun once you realized, because we had babies at the time, so we would do baby bowling. You know, where you slide the baby across the floor, mom to dad. That's what happened to J.D. All right, that yeah. explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, he would have been taller except for a couple head bumps there. <laughs> it That's was, funny. I, I, you know, the, the, the pet urine stains get down into the wood and can turn it dark yeah. over time, oh, and yeah. you can't sand it out. I mean, you have to sand out, you know, three-eighths of an inch of the, of the wood. And one of the best solutions that i've seen for that is to do your best cleaning it you know with white vinegar and baking soda and that kind of thing do your sanding do your staining and then add color to your polyurethane 
so those dark stains kind of blend in and and they don't stand out and and i thought that was a great idea i I think i saw that in family handyman or something like that okay okay my wife picked out a darker stain for our floor darker than we have that helps darker stain yeah, I know it's good. a darker stain sometimes can look dirtier, but it's just the two of us at the house, so we have no problem cleaning it all. But I'm looking forward to having it done. Yeah, I like the cherry. Uh, I, in a few specs we did, we did a dark cherry, which is gorgeous. Yeah. And I put kind of a medium cherry in our house, and it still looks beautiful. That's It's 25 years old. It was uh, I had a professional do it back then, and it still looks wonderful. I love it. Good. Very cool. Very cool. So DIY or not DIY, Chuck, tell the okay. story Tell the story of a friend of yours that put his own roof on quite a few, few years back. <laughs> I love yeah. the story. He and his bride are up in Charlevoix. I saw him probably eight months ago. Great guy, great people, but they hired but... me to build their house, and they wanted to do a few things themselves, and one of them was to put shingles on. This was, gosh, 40 years ago. And it was in the midst of one of our recessions. And, of course, as a builder, in good times, you would never allow that to happen. In bad times, you, anything for a buck, right? Right. So we we used to snap every line on the roof. We'd put down tar paper, snap every line. All you got to do is put the shingle on the line, nail it. It's a no-brainer. And I got them started on a Saturday morning, and he and a bunch of his buddies showed up. And then I came back two days later, and it looked <laughs> it looked like they had dropped the shingles out of the sky. And I found out from my friend, they had tapped a keg shortly after they got started, <laughs> and they were all drinking beer and laying shingles. And, and it's like, oh, my goodness, lesson learned. <laughs> and you could tell the minute you pulled up in the driveway. Oh, I could. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure other people would not have, but, of course... Right. I knew they were doing the roof, and you and I, you know, our eyes, we look for line of sight straight. You're right. You know, if it looks good to your eye, it looks good, period. And as soon as I got halfway up that drive, it's like, oh, dear Lord, please. <laughs> but you know what's funny? It never leaked. So they kept it. You didn't talk them into redoing it. They kept oh. it. <laughs> no. No, they were stretched to the to the ah. penny on their budget, and... And and he was he was good about it. I you know I said, hey man, you gotta this this could be a real issue down the road for you. And he goes, well, I guess if we have a problem, we'll fix it. And and that's kind of way we left it. And God bless him, it did not it didn't leak, and it's been redone since then. I'm sure. Sure, sure. So obviously, <laughs> you would DIY your own roof back then, but you would not today. Correct. I, I just mean, wouldn't get up. You know, at my age, I wouldn't risk the fall. Um, I have very steep roof as you know and back you know i used to build them i used to build the frames that supported that roof and walk those boards when i was a young man but i wouldn't even get up there today if i you know what's interesting since you bring that up in that high wind i had a piece of fascia blow off for the first time in the 25 years since we built that house and i called the gentleman i trust to replace it because i i mean it is way up in a gable you know 25 30 feet sure. off the ground i sure. am not doing that anymore <laughs> and you've never liked heights even when you were in the business doing that stuff you did not like being up there oh i didn't mind that i know no. you say that all the time but i really didn't well, it's, i know it's, you've always it been depends a... on where i am 
Yeah. Okay, you have a select fear of heights. Is that fair to say? Yeah, because I love okay. small planes, and there's a lot of high stuff I enjoy, but I would never do like uh, you, you that bungee swing thing that you and your son or daughter did. You couldn't do that with my dead body. <laughs> no way would I ever do that. <laughs> that I am scared of. <laughs> what Chuck's talking about is my youngest daughter just went to um, New Zealand with a friend. Gosh. And they went on the largest swing in the world uh, that swung down into a giant cavern. <laughs> and, and I yes. mean, I'll post it on the Facebook page if you, if well, you should. Too. It's cool. It is. It is cool. Yeah. I just remember one time we were in Vegas. I don't make fun of you. I, I really believe that a healthy fear of heights is a good thing. And, uh, well, let's, <laughs> let's continue this discussion because when yeah. I'm up on a roof, uh, well, I'll tell you about the roof I was just on recently. When I was on it, I realized I had no business being on it. We'll talk about that when we get back from break. We've been there. Something else you and I wouldn't do is install our own furnace or air conditioning system or even pretend that we can work on it, right? Right. So who do you call? You know, we got a couple of great, great team partners that have been in business for decades, decades in Southeast Michigan. But C&C Heating, Cooling, and Air Conditioning is a family-owned business, father and daughter, wonderful team, who can take care of any and all your heating and cooling needs. It's a great time to give them a call for a furnace or AC tune-up. Chuck, who are we talking about, buddy? We're talking about C&C Heating, Ventilating, and Air Conditioning. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Inside Outside Guys, laughing and learning 24-7 to the InsideOutsideGuys.com, the Inside Outside Guys on Facebook. And with over 85 years of combined housing experience between Chuck and myself, why would you go anywhere else for any and all of your housing needs? I don't. You shouldn't. We know too many people. Hey, we're going to finish our discussion on DIY when we get back from our next interview. But going into spring, I've got some stats here, and I'll talk about them a little bit later about how much moisture we got this winter. We're way lower than we normally are, which is which is an okay thing. Good. But, Glad you followed that up. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but spring coming up, we all know what that brings. It brings a lot of water, and we wind up getting a lot of emails about water mitigation, water in the yard, how to get the water away from the house. Well, we decided to bring on the expert, Mr. Christian Deasy from Christian Gutters, who can get that water moving away from your yard. But the very first thing you should do as a homeowner is know that you've got good, functioning, properly placed gutters, and Christian can help us out with that. Good morning, Christian. Good morning, guys. How are you? We are great. Thanks for Blessed. taking time out on a Sunday to be with us and to help our listeners out because Ken and I are big believers. Exterior water management systems are huge, and they're probably the first step right after the roof to getting water away from the house. What are, what are your feelings on that? Uh, absolutely. It's I obviously think gutters are very important. Um, and... Uh, yeah, the the roof keeps the water out of your house, and then the gutters take that water and helps get it away. Hopefully, if we do everything right for you. <laughs> so. so, Christian, do us a favor. Tell us a little bit about Christian's gutters. How's you guys got your start? Where you're located? What areas you service? What kind of gutters you put in? Give us the whole gamut, please. Yeah, uh, we do all kinds of gutter systems. We've been in business since 2013. Um, we, our original installation warehouse is in Mason near Lansing. Our main office is in Warren. Um, and I live up in Highland. So we cover a large area 
of mid and southeast Michigan. Um, probably pretty much anywhere everyone can hear us listening to you guys. Um, and uh, so it's spring. It's like spring cleaning time. So I wanted to offer a little inside-outside listener special um, for like gutter it. cleaning. Because you got to do it. You know, most houses, if you have any trees at all, minimum, you're going to want to check them out and clean them like twice a year, you know, spring and fall or spring and late summer. So uh, inside, outside listeners, I'm going to do like a small, medium and large cleaning special. Um, We'll check your house out on Google Earth and confirm the price for you. But 150, 250, 350. Um, and, uh, we'll give you, if we'll estimate it and give you a price if you're like an extra large or above, but most houses will fit in that, that small, medium and large range for us. Thank you. Thank you for our listeners. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Talk about how important it is for gutter clean to keep those gutters clear and clean and, and the reasons. That's very important because... Uh, we pitch your gutters. And so there's like a high point and a low point on every piece of gutter. If your gutter clogs, all it really takes is a little clump of stuff, like smaller than your fist, um, over the downspout hole. So once that clogs, it's going to fill up like a bathtub and overflow. And that overflow will be concentrated, if your gutter is properly pitched, at the low point. So at one corner of your house, you're going to be dumping a lot of water on your foundation. So that's why it's so important to keep them clean and check them frequently. Um, Because once they're clogged, it's too late, and you might be asking for problems. Well, what, what, what kind of problems? Because once it gets filled with water, God forbid it freezes, what are some of the consequences to the gutters of that? Well, so, yeah, if if it's back when we still had winter, uh, <laughs> a freeze like that, you know, could lead to ice damming, uh, could be damaging your roof. And, you know, we even, um, we just did a heat tape system for one of our customers because they they had a bunch of water getting in their, in their kitchen somehow from the crazy freeze and thaw ice damming they were having. Um, you know, so they're, they're just... It, when it's pouring against your house, um, you know, hopefully you have a perfect foundation, keeping the water out once it gets there. But most of us don't, and you don't want to push it. You just want to make sure you have working extensions or underground drains or something running the water away from the house from a functioning and clean gutter system. So is there a difference in the gutter systems themselves? Um, well, there's a lot of different systems. There's K-style is the most common, most popular, and the most common and popular sizes of that are 5-inch and 6-inch. Um, most people will have a 5-inch gutter system nowadays, but or, or in the past. Nowadays, we tend to install a lot more 6-inch systems. Um there's also seven inch if you got a really, really big house or like a public library or school or something like that. 
Oh, okay, boy, you probably see those a mile away. Um, how yeah. important, because Chuck and I are very big on letting people tune up and making sure that all those things are checked around the house. You guys offer a, a basically a clean and check, a gutter tune-up. Can you talk about that for a minute, please? Yeah, I mean, anytime we come to look at your gutters, clean them, maintain them, anything, we're doing a free inspection. We're checking out the whole system. We can't help ourselves. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like that cleaning, spring cleaning special I talked about earlier, that does include a free inspection, and we'll tell you any recommendations we might have for for what to improve or change or, or what we would do. You mentioned a product, heat tape. You want to explain that a little bit more to people? Because we really are not past winter. We know we're going to get hit again. Hey, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's spring now. But, um, <laughs> yeah, heat tape is kind of my last resort for an yep. ice damming issue because outside of, like, a, kind of a poor architectural design or an addition that maybe um, – had to be done a strange way usually you can solve the heat uh sorry the ice damming with checking out and improving the ventilation of the attic and the insulation over the house um sometimes for whatever reason we can't address those issues and that's where where heat tape is our last resort to to help someone with an issue yeah, we kind of look at um, those ice dams as, as like cracks in concrete. In a lot of houses, it's going to happen, and there's nothing you can do about it. And you're right. A heat tape or a cable heat cable system is the last resort, but sometimes it is definitely necessary, isn't that? Right. Well, nice yeah. to know we have a single source that can handle all of that for us, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Chuck How about gutter just... protection? I'm sorry. No, nope, you... Go ahead. Me. Great question, buddy. How about a gutter protection? What's your th- what are your thoughts on that? And how many different kinds do you have, Christian? Um, I mean, there's a ton of different ones out on the market. Um, you know, our two favorite options is a, a basic Sureflow type of cover, um, which will work for a lot of houses, and it's simple. It's an aluminum hard cover with holes in it. And then our premium option is one gutter guard and it's a really nice cover it has three different uh micro mesh sizes so depending on like the water flow or type of debris at your house we can customize the one gutter guard system to keep the debris out and let the water in by by how big the holes are in the mesh we we use on your house or on different parts of your house but you might have like some inside corners with high water flow valleys where we need to put the biggest mesh as below that valley to let make sure we let the water in because that's a uh, another thing with gutter covers is sometimes they'll be put on too small of a gutter or the wrong cover will be put in an area with just way too much water. And if you have to use a valley shield to to slow that water down and try to get it into the gutter, you're also going to trap debris on top of the gutter behind the valley shield, which will further contribute to ice damming and possible 
damage to the roof there. So you want a big enough gutter and you want the right cover that's going to keep debris out and let the water in. And you made a good point. You want to make sure the water gets in the gutter because some of those covers will get plugged up and the water doesn't even get in the gutter. Yeah, that's a, a no-clog guarantee isn't, you know, you might want to think twice about what that means because it's not really guaranteeing that it's letting water in necessarily. Exactly. Christian, do you mind hanging out for a couple more minutes? Can you hold on during the break? Because we want to get into something called jellyfish lighting, which I'm sure a lot of people want to know what that is. I've seen it on houses around our neighborhood. It's absolutely oh. gorgeous. Yeah. Snotty. Yeah. We'll continue this conversation with Christian Deedy from Christian's Gutters when we get back from this break. In the meantime, Chuck, is any electrical a DIY, DIY project? I believe not. We, you and I recommend professionals for anything that can kill you. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Our East Side guy, who we absolutely love, the, the two of them, Paul and Dominic from Lake yep. Point Electric. We hear so many good things from our listeners about Lake Point Electric. So if you need a new window or new ceiling fan, need some plugs changed out, some switches changed out, or make sure you never lose power again in your house, with a standby generator called Lake Point Electric. And Christian Deasy from Christian's Gutters, thanks for holding on with us, especially on a Sunday, Christian. We really appreciate it. So Ken mentioned something called jellyfish lights. Yes, sir. What the heck are those? They are the premier uh, permanent LED exterior holiday and accent lighting solution for our customers in Michigan. Um, so they're uh, Big Fish Automation out of Utah is uh, created the system, uh, Jellyfish Lighting, and we are the dealer for this product. Um, the support and, uh, you know, the engineering of the system is awesome. So we're really proud to have partnered with them. Um, there, there's other options out there, but I am really proud and confident that jellyfish is, is the best choice in this, in this realm. Um, what's the purpose? What would, why would I do? Oh, I can answer that. that. So you, uh, instead of, you know, getting on a ladder or hiring somebody to put, you know, holiday lights up seasonally, um, these are practically invisible. If have an aluminum track housing the lights that matches your house, so you can barely see them during the daytime. Um, they're low voltage. The cost to run them is almost nothing. Um, and now you can celebrate every holiday or use them as like accent or security lighting on a normal day. Um, Lots of different settings and spacing, and uh, they they move. They connect to Alexa. Um, you can do different configurations on your phone. It, the app comes stock with a lot of different holidays and and uh, schemes already preloaded, but you can use your imagination and create pretty much anything you want. Um, and it's really cool. And so there's a control. Wise, you gotta see it. It's not really color. color. Radio. 
There's I'm a control sorry, yeah. board in your garage, I believe, or in the garage where they can control those colors. And like, so at e- at uh, Halloween they do orange. At Easter they do a yellow, a pastel, light blue. What I think is real unique is my wife and I were coming home vacation, and we actually it was the day after Michigan won the national championship, and we oh. saw two houses on the way home <laughs> that were lit up in maize and blue. She pointed them out. I'm like, that's that jellyfish lighting, and you know what she <laughs> said after that, Chuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it. <laughs> I want it exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you have to start um, So you can do different lighting patterns too. It's a permanent install. Correct. Yeah, you can do. Really, they say sixteen million colors. Like that's how versatile it is. Because you can, <laughs> you can adjust all kinds of different, you know, attributes for any color or light. Um, and uh, yeah, the controller box. We usually plug that into your attached garage. We shoot the wires up and out your soffit or up into the attic to wherever we need to get them. And uh, and we we get them installed. I mean, it's most houses, it's a one or two day install. And then you're set for every special occasion, holiday or game you could imagine. Well, you know, one of the things Chuck and I are talking about today is things that are not DIY. Sure. And holiday lighting for us now is one of those. I mean, in the old days, I was crazy the things I would do to put holiday lighting up. So <laughs> earlier this year, my wife decided just to make a phone call to see what it would cost to have a company come out and put holiday lighting up in our house. $5,000 they wanted to come put that stuff up. So certainly so, you did it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I borrowed some money from you. <laughs> so, I mean, you get the jellyfish lighting. You never have to deal with that again. No. I mean, and it, it's a little bit more than the seasonal put up and take down, but you only got to pay for it once, and then you're you're set for many, many years. How durable and is it? It's very durable, and, um, you know, it's, it's not just for that one season as well. So it gives you a lot more. You can enjoy it Absolutely. all year. Yeah. And you basically well, just do the front. Holiday, we got St. Patrick's Day coming up. Um, Easter. Well, cool stuff. And, uh, yeah. Hey, Christian, what are some of the most popular colors um, for gutters, is black the big thing, white the big thing? And also, let's talk about your warranties as well, please, in the couple minutes we have left. Yeah. Uh, black and white are very popular. Also, dark bronze is my personal favorite. It's very dark like black, but it's a little bit softer. It looks a lot like a old copper with, like, a full dark patina. Um, we have a 10-year craftsmanship warranty on our work and most of our our gutter manufacturer that's mostly for michigan aluminum they have a 20-year warranty on uh, all of our gutter parts one gutter guard i think has like 40-year warranty um so lots of protection from all of our partners and us um and if somebody has a problem, they call you, right? They don't have to mess with a manufacturer or parts supplier or anything like that? Correct. We are your, your gutter partner, and we'll take care of you. Okay, everybody, you've heard everything. All the great reasons to call Christian Gutters and get new gutters in your house or, 
or get your existing gutters tuned up, which makes sense that every house out there would need. Christian, can you give your contact information out for our listeners, please? Sure. Our phone number is 586-698-2337. Our website is christiansgutters.com, B-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-A-N-S, gutters.com. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, check out Jellyfish Lighting as well. Uh, You really have to see it to believe it, and we can't wait to talk to some of you. Cool, I love it. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. I know. It's and exciting. If you're out there driving around, please do not take a chance on writing this information down. Go to the insideoutsideguys.com, <laughs> look up, find a professional, and click on gutters, and you will find Christian's gutters contact information there. God bless you, Christian. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chuck and Ken. Thanks for taking such great you. care of our listeners, buddy. We appreciate it. Yeah, no kidding. That's That's fun. It is fun. It's quick. That jellyfish lighting is cool, cool stuff. Hey, stick around. we got another hour of the Inside Outside guys coming up for you, taking any and all of your housing questions. 888-654-GUYS. And speaking of not doing it yourself, get rid of that old bathtub that is unsafe and slippery and likely to cause a problem and replace it professionally with a step-in or zero-step shower from Atlas Home Improvement. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the second hour of the Inside Outside, guys. We are here for you for the next hour, but we're also here for you 24-7 at theinsideoutsideguys.com. And boy, boy, oh boy, have you guys been taking advantage of that. Chuck and I absolutely love it. You know, Chuck, I I got to the point where I used to have my phone on at night next to my bed. I I put it on because I have kids. I know you're shaking your heads, but I love my kids more than you do. And, <laughs> and it, I, I want to turn that off because all, all times of the night, we're getting emails just bing, bing. So I turn that on silent now. When we wake up, we answer those emails, and we are thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to get those. I noticed your skin was looking more pallid. Your hair loss was increasing. So I'm glad you shut the phone off at night. You know, Chuck, hearing that from you <laughs> does not phase me one bit. I know people you look at people. me and they go, "Are you? have you been embalmed? I mean, you're almost see-through. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I want to mention um, going into the last uh, break that we uh, had Atlas Home Improvement. They, they hired a guy and they started a new division called Atlas Home Safety. And we've referred yes. to many times in the last couple of weeks specific to uh, what Barrier Free Plus does, we've got kind of got an east side location and a, and a west side location for helping people age in place. And I just wanted to mention that the, the Atlas Home Safety, we trust Darian and David Bobby and, and what they're going to do. So we we recommend them and Barrier Free Plus if you're looking to make that home safe as you get older in it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, we're talking today about... Uh, projects around the house that are not DIY, even though we know a lot of you will DIY them anyway. And yeah. someplace people like to go when they DIY our local rental stores. And yeah. uh, Cougar Rental and Supply out of Nova. I mentioned them yesterday, but I, for, I, I forgot to, to mention on March 7th, which is this Thursday, they're going to be having a distributor showcase and product show. Oh. So if you're in the construction business at all, you can pre-register but they'll still be there if you just wind up showing up. And it's going to be a full-day thing going from uh, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., free lunch, beverages, 
And, and you're going to learn. I mean, this is part of that continual education you and I always talk about, Chuck, because you're going to learn. Even if you're a homeowner and you want to go check it out, how the contractors do it. And they're doing this all day over there at Cougar Cutting because they are one of the specialty concrete suppliers in southeast Michigan. So definitely worth taking a look at. And if you want to register, go to Trade K E T R A D E K E at Cougar SalesRental.com. I like or you that. Give them a call. You want to remind everybody on March 22nd through the 24th, the Backyard Pool and Spa Show is going to be at the Suburban Collection Showplace. And uh, next Saturday, we'll be giving away more tickets to that. Yep. We'll be wearing our Speedos and broadcasting right inside <laughs> of a hot tub, won't we, buddy? We, we love our listeners too much to do that. I'd have a wetsuit on and do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cover before we talk to Christian, who, by the way, we could spend another half hour with, he, the, the, he's got such cool stuff. Um, we were talking about my abject fear of heights and your baby doing that swing in that, I don't even know what you'd call that valley gutter canyon. I, I just posted it. I just posted it at the Inside oh, okay. Outside Guys Facebook page. It's worth seeing. If you get a chance, go online and look at that. It is, it's like, oh my Lord. <laughs> Only would if you're you do young, right? Today? Yes. Would you do it? Yes. I know you would have. I didn't know if you still would. Yeah, years ago, I tell a story years ago, my my family, my five kids and I were down in Florida, and we're yeah. at a um, carnival, and they had this giant swing, so two giant, um, giant steel telephone poles that were attached to a swing, and then a few hundred yards behind that was a single telephone pole that they, and it's so funny, because I said to my 10-year-old son, you want to do that? Yeah. And we go into the place, I'm hoping the whole time he's going to chicken out. And I say to the person, how much to do that? She says, 60 bucks each. I said, okay, thanks. I start to walk away. She goes, 40 bucks each. I go, too expensive. She goes, 20 bucks each. My wife looked at me and says, you have to do it now. <laughs> so it's we, still there, Orlando. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we did it. And the whole time we're going, my son and I, we're in a, we're in a tandem uh, vest. We're tied together. It's pulling us backwards. And I keep hoping he's going he's gonna to say, Dad, stop, Dad, that stop, Dad, that stop. And at 10 years old, he never did. And we get to the very top, and it tells you to pull this ripcord. We pull it. And you free fall about 200 feet. You can't even tell you're attached to anybody. And just before sure. you smash into the ground, it grabs you and swings you. And you're full of fear. The one, my daughter, same thing, full of fear until – you get up that curve and start coming back down. Then all the fear grows away, and there's nothing but adrenaline and excitement. That's and, cool. Uh, I love the fact that I did that with my son years ago. I'll yeah. never forget that. I've driven by that many times, uh, having heard the story from you. And every time I look at it, I go, uh, nope, nope, <laughs> <laughs> nope. That but it is cool. It's cool yeah. that you did it with Brendan. You know, I'm sure he, he'll remember it forever. Yeah, he still teased me about how scared I was, but that's okay. You know um, what? Hey, Fear is a good thing. Keeps us alive. <laughs> absolutely right. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. We're talking about things that some people may be able to DIY, but Chuck and I truly believe that 90% of the people out there should not be DIYing these issues. Um, well issues and water softener issues, Chuck. Would you Would you take those on? I, it depends, to be honest with you. I mean, I've, I grew up on a well, and I've had mm -hmm. houses with wells, and I've built houses with wells. So 
if I, if it was a pressure tank replacement, yeah, and I'll honestly, I would. Today, with a pump, they're all submersible, and I wouldn't. My goodness, have we talked our way through a segment already? Yes, you have. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick segment. And we'll apologize. We'll be right back with more information. Of course, we want your phone calls. If you have any questions about your house, 888-654-4897. You know, it's going to rain. I mean, Christian said it was spring, but it's it's going to rain. And when it does and some of those basements leak, you want a professional company with a national backing company to take care of that problem once and for all for you with a lifetime warranty. And that company covers all, and we mean all, of Michigan foundation systems of michigan welcome back everybody appreciate you being with us want to remind you that we are inviting your calls for the balance of the show today at 888-654-4897 love to hear from you um we're talking about things that some people may consider diy but may or may not be depending on your level of expertise ken before we went to break you asked about water softeners and water wells yes yes would you touch either not, no, no, I would not. <laughs> that was quick. You know, Chuck, I, I have no problem admitting when it comes to mechanical stuff, I'll build you anything you want. But when it comes to mechanical stuff, if I touch it, I'm going to make it worse than it was in the first place. And I've learned that lesson many times. I know my boundaries. Um, I respect that. I remember years ago trying to, to mess with it. was It was real cold. Car wasn't starting. Trying to mess with the distributor cap and, and wound up. <laughs> making it worse than it was, was in the first place, trying to change an alternator. Um, just in my lifetime, doing those two things made me realize that I have no business doing it and staying away from it. So, no, when it comes to any of that kind of stuff at my house, Chuck, I want a professional for, for two reasons. One is they're going to do it better than I am, and they're going to offer a warranty. That's why. Yeah. Some people don't even know what you're talking about there with a distributor cap. It's like, right what's that so many of the old vehicles yeah we would on a regular basis you know clean the points replace the points replace the cap replace the plug wires now you can't even find that stuff if you pop a hood (laughs) you're right you can't even fit your hand through so much if you pop the hood so i can't hey you asked me about water wells and softener so i would not touch a softener today they're more sophisticated i mean if i opened the lid and i saw that the I had used cheap salt instead of Duracube, and it was bridging. I'd break it up, you know, and put a better quality salt in it. But I'm not going to mess with the mechanicals on that. And also, I mentioned the water well. I might replace a pressure tank um, because it's, for me, a fairly simple thing. But the wells are all submerged today. I'm not going to touch that. I'm going to get a well driller in there. Uh, We used to, I mentioned years ago, when we had wells with points and no pump in the well, if if you had diminished supply or volume, you would take a 22 and shoot it down there to clean off the point and get more water flowing through. <laughs> yeah, but drop a firecracker. Yeah, and hope it didn't go off halfway down the pipe. So I I wouldn't do any of that stuff today. I I would call an expert for that. You bet. I agree. With I you. wanted to ask you water heaters. Yes. A lot of people replace their own water heaters. I mean, gosh, it's two connections, right? Yep. No. <laughs> yep nope <laughs> yep nope <laughs> nope uh, you know what i mean if i do something like that i'm gonna call my buddy pat kelly or i'm gonna you know i'm gonna call someone to yeah. come out and help me with that kind of stuff i got i've got you know it's kind of a long way for pat kelly to go but i got other friends that i could call to help me with that kind of stuff but i'm just not confident with that chucks uh, you know that's why i'm I the outside that. guy I, i'm yeah. the outside guy I, I i've made my living 
on the outside of the house, and I'll build you anything you need out there. But when it comes to uh, that kind of stuff, plumbing, no, I just don't mess with it. And you survived to an old age with that attitude. I did. I did, yes. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> let's say you have because you're still going. Right. Do you remember, you're right. Do you remember the story I told recently about my friend? In, I mentioned this earlier, so I want to make sure I get it out. My friend in North Carolina, um, he had a problem up on his roof, and I was up there with him. And the unique thing about the house is the front of it is, if anyone ever you know, seen a house on a mountain, the front of it is three stories. The back of it is just one story. Beautiful so I got, on, I got on the back of it, started walking up the roof, and realized it was such an old <laughs> roof. There were very, there were, I would say more than 50% of the um, granulars were gone. And it took me all of two seconds to realize, nope, I am not able to do this anymore. I mean, when I was young, I had a good fair of heights. I broke that fair of heights, and I was able to jump up on a roof and walk on it like I was walking on a sidewalk. Yep. Not today. Not today. Yep. I just won't. I learned my lesson that day, and I will not get on that kind of roof again. I think I told you I did almost the exact same thing in my uh, own house, which is very, very steep. And my wife and I had come back from wherever, and I noticed a couple of shingles on the ground had blown off because we get a lot of wind. We get really heavy wind where we are. So I climb up there. I've got the nails. I got my pouch. I got the shingles. I got tar. I got all that stuff. And <laughs> exactly as you describe, I, I actually make the repair and then for the first time look down and thought, what good Lord am I doing up here? And I and, I, and for a minute I froze, yeah. but then I realized no one was going to save me, so I very carefully and slowly got back down and said never again. How good did it feel when your feet hit the earth? I became a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> it felt wonderful. I, and, and it's you're right. It's so crazy because as a youth, you, the same brain, same well, same brain, would have just loved it, not even thought twice about any of it. Right. But you reach a point where you go, you shouldn't do that. And nope. you and I won't. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Another DIY. Well, there's two, masonry and concrete. You know, yep. minor, yes. A, a, a driveway, I mean, a walkway slab you can do with some ready mix, you know, some tuck pointing, repairing a couple brick here and there, Yes. But if you do not have a lot of it, I mean, it takes somebody years to become a master tradesman in concrete or masonry. Years, decades for a lot of guys. Yeah. Yep. And, and the one thing about brick, if anyone's ever done brick and they don't know what they're doing, they try to build a wall, you stand back and look at it, it looks like the, the brick are swimming. Um, the walls <laughs> move in and out because you have to lay those at a certain pace, and it depends what brick you're using. There are many sure. variables that come into place. Some brick oh, the mortar porous. has to be perfect, too. Right, right. Yep, yep. If a brick is too wet, you try laying it with wet mortar, you're going to stand back and go, oh, my goodness. Anyone that's ever seen an old window You're going to butter in? it, and it'll fall off. You're right. You're right, right. So that's one thing we do not believe that is a DIY itself. But I'll tell people one thing. When it comes to the joints in masonry and the top finish of concrete, a brush does wonders. Wonders. So make sure How many times have you and I seen supposed professionals that can't do either of those well? You're right. You're right. Man. You're Man. right. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, Chuck, years ago, I remember years ago, someone called me and said, hey, you want a job? They said, are you a brick mason? I said, yeah. They said, you want a job? I said, of course. 
Sure. <laughs> and it didn't take them long to realize that I was not a brick mason. I was very young. I knew a lot about masonry, but I didn't know how to lay on a string. There's and so at that point, he said to me, okay, let's go through your apprenticeship. Let's do an apprenticeship. And I did an apprenticeship with that company and became a master brick mason. And, and, and I can't remember, honestly, the last time I laid a brick. I'm sure I did last year a little bit. But um, I, I tell you, I'm going to be honest about something. I hate You've been seeing, lying up until I now? hate seeing an older gentleman our age, Chuck, healthy um, in a uh, no-brainer job. If, like what? If you're, what do you mean? Like in a restaurant or oh, washing gotcha. dishes or in a drive Reading and people in a big store. Yes, exactly. Now, now, it's different if people have an injury or, or they're retired or whatever it may be, but... Gosh darn it, if I'm a father, my son, if he's if he's not going to college, he is going to learn a trade. He is not going to be a laborer. He is not going to have a, a meaningless job. I want him to be an expert. And I drove this into my kid's head, all of my kids' heads. Be the expert. Be the person Something. that people come to when they need help. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't disagree. And never stop learning. Whether yes. you're my age, your age, or 40 years younger, thirst for additional knowledge. I think that's one of the things that brings you and I together all these years is we both love to learn new things. Christian Deasy today, you know, oh. the jellyfish lady. We'd never heard how of fun. that before. Yeah. yeah, how fun. Every time we get a new, I mean, I told people yesterday about something called Gator Rod, which is a new kind of fiberglass re-rod yeah. that replaces yep. actual re-rod as reinforcement in concrete. I love learning that kind of stuff. And I think Brickworks uses that. Yeah. We're both very, very teachable. Cool eight, stuff. Eight, cool stuff. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. When we get back from break, we'll take the call from Cindy, who has some issues with squirrels um, and, and a lot of people. My Squirrel. goodness. Look at those out-of-sight, out-of-mind places. Oh, my gosh, you're so right. And, you know, one out of sight, out of mind place is literally the gap between your windows and the wood frame in the house that supports the windows. And you and I are huge believers. You've got to have a professional company install those replacement windows to make sure it is done right in that out of sight, out of mind place. And, of course, Ken and I are talking about Clarkston window and door. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. I want to remind you the phone lines are open. We've got a caller on the line we want to talk to you right now, but you are welcome to call and get in line also at 888-654-GUYS, 4897. Let's, let's go to the phones and talk to Cindy. Good morning, Cindy. You're on with the Inside Outside guys on WJR. Good morning, you guys. Listen, I you know did you know um, emailed earlier, and I didn't quite get the message. Um so there's an email problem, obviously, with my phone. But anyways, to get to it, I have a very persistent squirrel in a rotten spot that I was going to get repaired sometime this year um, on the ceiling of my porch. It's wood. And very persistent. I've been stuffing the hole with steel wool to no avail. They must like it. Um, and I don't know what to do. I'm reading up on things, saying that even if you have the area repaired, that they're going to come back and, you know, go after some other spot. So what do I do? I did get part of the message um, in regard to Rove. Um, I did call that number, and 
um, they had an AI um, tell me that they don't do squirrels, so help. <laughs> yeah. Well, One of the things that uh, we, Ken and I are big believers in, raccoons and squirrels, rats, get a professional to get them the heck out of there for good. And, right, so they need yeah. removal, right? I mean, completely removal. Yep, yep. Um, critter catchers generally can handle something like that if you've got a pen handy. Sure. It's 248. 248. Yeah, 432. 432. 2712. 2712. Yeah, you okay, don't want to so mess with those. These... Now, I know they're, they were making noises at me. I was really upset because I saw, I, I saw last night that my steel wool was, you know, messed with, and um, he was, like, growling at me, so. Oh, they're, thought, they're I'm not, I'm not scary. I know. I know it won the dark, too, and um, I didn't want to fall off the ladder, so. Nope. Um, Cindy, okay. do you have any just... overhanging trees or close to the house or, or hanging over the roof? Well, you know what? I think I did have a vine, um, which I really like in the front of my house but um and this is what they did use to um help themselves you know up there i did remove it um but they must be either getting it via the roof I, it's a single story house um or they're going up the wall the brick they're wall. frightening so yeah they the climb only... a vertical surface once once they know they can get there they're going to find a way yep. kill them all exactly <laughs> i know I know. I know. I'm afraid to say that, but yeah, I'm that'd not. be my solution. I yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I'm not even going to go on. I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> I'll be the bad guy. No, Look, none of these critters are endangered. Okay, all they do is cause problems and cost money. I have no problem getting rid of them. However, they need to get rid of. So call uh, critter. What was it? Critter catcher. Catchers. Yep, critter, critter catchers. catchers. Okay. Okay, and do they also uh, do the repair or at least have somebody to do the repair after? No, They're not um, going to do it. Go ahead, Ken. I'm sorry. If if you send us an email, we'll respond with that email with somebody to help you with the critters and then probably a handyman company to come in and take care of the the repair when you're done. Yeah, part of what the message you did not get was a handyman connections phone number this morning. For that repair. Right. I just saw one little word, handy, and then dot, 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 and then that was it. So Interesting. Okay. Um, then I'll send a message, and we'll see where this goes. But I just don't like these things in my wall like that. They, I don't know what they're doing. So. They're freeloaders. Uh, okay, guys. They're not paying yeah. your mortgage. If they're not paying your mortgage. And they will cost you go. money. They are frightening. <laughs> yep. I know. I know. Well, listen, thank you so much. Thanks Good for luck. calling. Good luck. Thank okay, you. bye now. Bye-bye. You know, a quick message to our listeners, Ken, to refresh their browsers. Um, We sent Cindy the same message twice, um, and uh, when she gets it, it's it's garbled for some reason, and it's clear on our end, so there's nothing more we can do. Hmm. So refreshing the browser might help her receive those as we send them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, those squirrels, I mean, let's be honest with Chuck, Chuck. They are just furry rodents. That people think are cute, but you shave those, and they look just like a rat. 
When have you ever <laughs> shaved one? What do you do? Get it drunk? And then... <laughs> I, I never have shaved one. That would be awful <laughs> painful, I guess. But uh, uh, you know what? Squirrels are, I mean, people love squirrels. love to feed squirrels. It's one of the worst things you can do around your house is feed any kind of an animal on your property because you're just inviting them in. So good luck, Cindy. We hope you... We hope you take care of that. And, and and by the way, there's a DIY we don't want people doing, going up in their attics and trying to get rid of critters. We have companies that can take care of that for you. If they defecate up there, you know, we, we get emails where, you know, if you hear something in your attic, please do not ignore it. Please. Because the damage they can cause can, can, can condemn your house. I mean, if you oh. leave a raccoon up in your ceiling for years that they'll they'll stay there they'll enjoy it up there they'll defecate everywhere it'll start ruining your drywall your walls Make babies oh goodness i can't even imagine yuck you know i was thinking of steve dickinson with amnesty he literally started a division in his company just to remove contaminated insulation from attics due to critters so think about yeah. that yeah <laughs> wow. you're absolutely right um, well, we've already established that gutters are not a DIY. Chuck, and it drives me crazy. There's a there's a really big shingle manufacturer out there that resisted the urge for many, many years to make itself available to the public. Um, in other words, at a big box store. And they recently did, and it disappoints me. Um, I guess I understand why people do it, but people don't understand. If you go out and you buy, uh, let's say, a name brand shingle, um, GAF or, or Certainty, you go out and you buy those at a big box store, and you put that on your on yourself. You do not get the warranty for that specific, because those companies will give lifetime warranties for those materials, but you have to have one of their certified professional companies install it and install it right, yeah. which homeowners are not. You'll get a product warranty, but here's what happens is... If you have an issue, there'll be all kinds of finger pointing. Who installed Absolutely. it? What kind of underlayment did you use? What kind of flashing did you use? And so what kind of nailing pattern did you use? Did you use starter shingles on the gables and the eaves? And it goes on and on and on. So effectively, the homeowner is put in a position where where your original statement ends up, you know, effectively holding. Right. There really isn't a warranty for them. Yeah, you're right. Yep, yep. So it's it, it's a science today, and the ventilation. Good heavens, we didn't even mention that. That is such a huge issue. Well, and that's one of the reasons I brought it up because you can go into any big box stores and you can find gutters, you can find yeah. insulation, you oh can find goodness. venting material, you can find machines to to put the insulation up in your attic or wherever it may be. But you do not have the knowledge to know how much goes up there, where it goes, what kind of venting goes up there, where the venting goes. And nothing that you're going to find on online is going to help you with your specific roof. That would no, be you'll find the code stuff. Let me ask you, I was going to ask you this as soon as Cindy hung up because we talked about contaminated insulation. Installing a blown insulation in an attic has been pushed as a DIY thing for decades. What's your thoughts on that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, I mean, you you tell a story <laughs> of when you poked your head up into an attic one time and you saw a giant pile, giant pile <laughs> of insulation that should have been spread out, but someone just sprayed it up here who did not know what they were doing. And unless someone is familiar with the baffles and the intakes and, the, and where air is supposed to go, 
I do not believe they should be doing their own insulation. Because remember, everybody, for, for so many people think bigger is better and more is better, and it's not. There comes a point where you can put too much ventilation in your attic where it'll hurt you. There comes a point where you can put too much insulation where it's not doing you any good whatsoever. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I just had a professional other than myself, right? Look in my own 25-year-old attic and not a speck of mold, no humidity, plenty of insulation. It's a big deal. Well, you had a professional do that originally, did you not? I did. (laughs) I had them look in there for me and give me an opinion. You know, I was willing to listen (laughs) to somebody else. (laughs) Absolutely. And if you think that's you, who should they contact, Chuck? Well, you got to contact a professional company that's got a great warranty. They got a great process and product and people. And of course, you and I both agree that Victor's is a company like that. Thrilled to be with you. We appreciate the opportunity. We appreciate your trust. And we're going to go to the phones in just a second. But Ken, I've got a question for you. You and I are both house frows. We don't look good in skirts, but when you put silverware in the dishwasher, do you put a handle down or? functional side down handle down i knew you would <laughs> i'm such a bad person aren't i <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna go to hell buddy no, <laughs> no I, I always wonder i'm of course functional side down so when you pull it out you're not touching the top of the sure. spoon that you're gonna eat off from or fork or whatever so sure. I, all right i that didn't go out over the airwaves did it <laughs> well Do you know Chuck- know that no, About years you? ago, I used to be a dishwasher at a Ponderosa when I was a kid in high school. And I learned how to do dishes back then. And, of course, you're always supposed to face them down, especially at work. My mom but taught us, man. <laughs> we, we, we face them up because, to, to me, that seems like it's going to get more water. But then when we load them, we just take the whole tray out and load them from that point there. So I, if that makes me a bad person, so be it. You are. I mean, never mind. You weren't anyway. Or never mind. Gosh. A lot more than that makes it, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Should we talk to Alan? Let's do it. Yeah. Alan, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you doing, gentlemen? You You have a great program going. Thanks, you. We appreciate your call. You and people like you are the reason we do. What can we help you with? Well, I've got a cottage on Harsons Island making it a full-time home. It's wow. uh, built on the ground, and it's on cement pads. And there's about a foot of clearance underneath the house between the ground and the rafter. Not the rafters, the uh, floor joists. Okay. And uh, I was wondering what I should put around the perimeter of the cottage for the winter or permanently for all year hey. round. Hey, Chuck, do you remember the first time we met Dr. Joe Gannon? I was thinking about that when Alan was speaking. We met him on Harsons Island. We met him out at Harsons Island at a um, a crawl space encapsulation, giant crawl space encapsulation job. Well, so. giant in every respect except height. Except height, yeah. You're right. Alan, Alan, so you're looking at the <laughs> exterior, putting something on the exterior of your house. What's there now, cinder block? Uh, nothing. nothing. Nothing at all. You can... There, the the uh, skirting uh, extends about uh, eight inches. It's a uh, cedar plank around the perimeter, so it's only about four inches from the ground. Gotcha. And that bottom, that bottom cedar plank can be pulled off. Okay, it can be. If money were no object, 
not that it's a million dollar install. I would get a foam company out there. I'd pop that cedar off and I would fill that space with a good um, closed cell foam. Spray foam? That Yeah, that'd be my first. So each cavity where the floor joists are and right down to the ground, you know, if you could, if you could push for pull plastic through there first, you know, on the top of the dirt, I would do that. But a closed cell will not conduct water from the dirt up into, you know, the space. So you'd shut off all wind, you'd shut off vermin, you'd shut off water migration, and of course you'd provide a good R value. But so that'd be my first reaction. I don't know, Ken. No, you you said it. That would be if for a DIY project, that's what I would do. What are you gonna do? Okay. That's a toughie. Well, the uh, groundwater there is well, we just about four years ago had high groundwater, which sure. had water underneath the cottage. Yep, that thirty-year cycle. That's why. That's why water migration is important with whatever you do. So if you could get, you know, a good eight mil, ten mil plastic underneath that first, and in a closed cell, not an open cell foam, you want something there that will not allow moisture to migrate up into the wood when that high water comes again in 25 or 30 years. Well, I was reading about insulation and they said, uh, leave three inches of clear space between the wood and the top of the, you know, the bottom of the floor, I might say, uh, because it, the cell, uh, the cell phone uh, insulation attracts uh, ants and termites. It doesn't, if, no, there's two things there that can happen. If you add borates to it, you're never going to have bugs or mice or any, any living organism in it. And they can do that. If you have a gap there, you will lose heat through the floor down into that space and it will carry moisture with it. Now the moisture is trapped down there and over time it'll grow mold and it will literally rot out the floor. So any uh, money you put that, into it now, if oh, you do it that way, you're wasting. It's scary, the long term. We were finding that in the bond joists around the house. They were leaving small gaps or they were using a fiberglass bat, which transmitted heat and moisture that got, then got trapped up against the face of the wood. And the bond joists were literally rotting out over time. So if it was my house, I'd put that foam, again, a closed cell borate treated foam right i'd fill the cavity with it and then i would have plastic on the ground that the foam was coming down to so what you're that, saying is completely cover the in uh the underside of the ca- cottage i would i mean how else are you gonna do it you can't crawl in there right hmm a, I mean, there's no way you can get in there right Right. I I can get underneath there, but like I say, when I'm crawling around, my stomach is touching the top or the bottom yeah. of the floor. Alan, oh, unfortunately, <laughs> Sorry, <yeah. Ken. laughs> unfortunately, we're up against the clock. The show's going to end in just a second. Can you please send us an email and we'll walk you through it on the email. Okay, buddy? Thank you so much, sir. Thank, Thank you. you, Alan. Chuck, have we given tickets away yet for the show? I think we're only supposed to do it on Saturday, but would we get yelled at if we did it on Sunday? Yeah, we will. We should probably wait. Just to be safe. I don't want to get, I don't want to get Great little at. tension for next Saturday. 
I don't want to get yelled at. There you go. We'll give some tickets away next Saturday for the pool and spa <laughs> show. Parker, thank you so much. Uh, back at the studio, we appreciate everything you do. All the callers, Christian Deezy from Christian's Gutters, everybody. The inside outside guys are your local resource. We know all of our contractors. We will never send you a contractor or referral that we would not use on our own home. You have our word on that, which means everything to us. During the week again, if you need anything, go to theinsideoutsideguys.com, the Inside Outside Guys on Facebook. Why? Why? Why you say, Chuck? Why? I do say why. Because (laughs) from the roof to the basement, the street to the back fence, if you need it, the Inside Outside Guys are here for you today and every day. Do you like that voice? Thank you. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I do. You got prettier when you did that. Thank you so much, everybody. Until next time, bye-bye.